right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Monica. Hey, Katie. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. It's been an awesome day so far. Woohoo, Monday. Yeah, girl. Get it. Don't you love it when it's not like, ugh, Monday? I've been trying to get in the habit of like making Mondays fun and not like work and uh, the normal dread that I feel has been conditioned to be the thought of Monday. Poor Monday. Yeah, it's a sad thing for Monday. And like that habit thought makes me think of our workshop this weekend. Thanks for being there. You're the best. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for uh, workshopping it, play shopping it with us. We had an awesome workshop on Saturday. Monica led us through a couple hours of what she calls her play shop, yoga play shop. And in that, uh, we talked a lot about habits. Mm-hmm. Those things we, those patterns and tendencies we put ourselves into, or maybe not put ourselves into, but we have been put into in some way or another. And that we sometimes need to just check in with where we are with those things we do regularly and see if that's still in the appropriate season. Yeah. And I know we've talked about habits on here before and we're doing it again because that's what happens with habits is mm-hmm. Uh, if we don't kind of keep them in check, they can, the bad habits can flourish and the good habits can get pushed aside. And so we're, especially in this beautiful season of spring. Um, yeah, looking at it like the garden of your mind and having those um, those plants be the things we're trying to accomplish and the habits be the resources we feed those plants. And just like in a garden, we have tendencies to let the bugs take over, let those weed plants take over the Mm -hmm. beautiful ones we're trying to cultivate. Not that weeds are all bad, but you know, when you're trying to make a prize win and bloom, you're not going to want those roots to miss any of those resources you're offering them. Exactly. So we got to water the beautiful plants we want to grow and pull the weeds. And that's a a daily process and something that when you're talking to somebody who seems like they've kind of got their stuff together and like maybe they're really on, you know, just a typically happy, great, bubbly personality kind of a person, or maybe not bubbly, but they just kind of got it together, that probably didn't just happen to them, just like the scholar didn't wake up. They spent a lot of time in the library. The Mm -hmm. strength trainer didn't just all of a sudden have have all his muscles. He spent a lot of time in the gym. The people that really have it together, they spend a lot of time cultivating that, whatever that Mm -hmm. is for them. Sometimes seems like so easy from the outskirts, but really requires a lot more effort and just like a garden, a beautiful garden. When we go visit one, we're like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. I want to plant all of these things. And it's a lot of work to keep up with. This reminds me of um, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. So we did, <laughs> we did watch the Mr. Rogers remix uh, on YouTube earlier. It's an auto tune. They pull his like best quotes or whatever quotes go along with this idea. Uh, and if you haven't seen this, you should probably go check it out either now or after uh, you're listening to us. Go check out Mr. Rogers' remix on YouTube. Whether you're five or 55 or 105, this song 
you can't listen to it and not smile and not start getting into it. And just it really takes us back to our childhood. But not only that, it's got the some- message is so <laughs> relevant. Uh, and he talks about the garden of our mind. And I think that's where I might have gotten the idea in the workshop. Uh, metaphor is from Mr. Rogers and that we can grow big ideas in the garden of our minds. We can, we can think. Yeah. It's good to be curious about many things. Uh, We can think about things and make believe all we have to do is think and they'll grow. Yes. Think, think. That's part of our discussion of habits is how are the thoughts we're thinking rippling into the things we say and the way we behave and then ultimately the person we're becoming. If we can think better, maybe we can be better. And uh, we found a really great acronym for this. Um, It's actually an acronym. The acronym think before you speak uh, is, I think, put out there to be allowing your brain to process before you speak to someone and that's to process the going through five channels t-h-i-n-k is it true is it helpful is it inspiring is it necessary is it kind t-h-i-n-k think before you speak and um also the way that we speak to ourselves and the thoughts that we have so if we think through our thoughts Uh, When we're going down that rabbit hole that we all tend to do, whether we're stuck in traffic, getting mad at the person who cut us off or we're in yoga and we can't seem to balance on one foot in tree pose. And I keep telling myself, I can't balance. Hey, Katie, guess what? I can't balance. Well, guess what? You're never going to be able to balance. Mm -hmm. I hate to tell you. Mm -hmm. But if you actually can kind of shift your mindset that I can do the thing, then maybe you actually can or you have a lot more probability of being able to. So these gates you're supposed to pass through before you speak, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? Is it kind? That is a great tool for speaking to others and for making sure you're not maybe spreading ugly gossip around, you know, to your in your workplace or in home or whatever. But also that's how if we did that before we thought to ourselves, can you balance? Is that a true statement? Can you not balance? I mean, no, that's not true. That's not helpful. That's not going to inspire you to do anything but fall over. Right. It's definitely not necessary or being kind to yourself. Right. So if we can think before we speak to ourselves and follow these filters, uh, then, of course, that habit will translate into the way we will think before we speak to each other. Yeah. And that hopefully through that process, we'll be more mindful of the thoughts that make their way to words, that make their way to deeds. And in that way, we will be humans that are more true to ourselves, we're more helpful in nature more inclined to inspire each other than bring each other down mm-hmm. or more speaking out of necessity is kind of funny, but we're not just talking to hear ourselves talk. We're having an engagement about something that might be relevant and matters. Mm-hmm. And we're, of course, spreading kindness, which is huge, huge. Let that be contagious, if anything. Be kind. Be kind. Yeah. That's so we're thinking before we speak, thanks to Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Yes. So go check out Mr. Rogers Remix. Mm-hmm. It is really a, a great <laughs> little tune. In mm-hmm. fact, it's something that back in the day when I first heard it, I wanted to make it my alarm to wake up in the morning. And I think I need to figure out a way to do that. I think you should. Yeah. yeah. I think it it's, would be a great wake up song. It gets stuck in your head. It's real. 
Well, it's, it's good fun. to get stuck in your head because it's the habit thing. You're trying to remember to think these happy thoughts that we can grow great ideas in the gardens of our minds and that that possibility is always there to learn from each other. He says that in the song too, is what can I learn from someone else? They, mm-hmm. We all have so much to offer if we're just willing we're- to um, connect and not shell away from the possibility and uh, presume the worst and become paranoid of yeah and if we're all willing to collaborate with each other and use our our different strengths collaborate or die bring mm-hmm. it back mm-hmm. but yeah if we're able to to pull all of our strengths together man powerful stuff so powerful and that's you know that really takes a lot of mindfulness and that's what we're trying to cultivate through creativity is finding um finding ways to support this creative life and i think we brought up that thread a couple episodes ago maybe episode 6 we brought up the the quote of does this habit support the life I'm trying to create mm-hmm. and does this line of thinking does this line of speaking support the life or the person I'm trying to become. Right. And in this podcast, we talk a lot about mindfulness and cultivating creativity. And how do we cultivate creativity? Well, in our opinion, we think that kind of comes from being mindful and living a joy filled life. So what is mindfulness all about? Really, when, uh, when we're trying to create a joy filled life, how do we become mindful? Um, Living a joy-filled life starts with having a joy-filled mind. Yep. So creating our, shifting our mindset to become of the more silver lining than the dark cloud possibilities. We're probably just hangry when we're thinking those thoughts. <laughs> yeah, when when you're looking at life and everything's getting you down, um, there's a good chance, especially in my world, uh, that I'm hangry. Yeah, like Snickers. The, their whole marketing campaign is about you are not yourself when you're hungry. No, no. You are a troll. Yeah. You're yeah. grumpy, nasty. You're probably, Frustrated. probably spreading bad comments on the internet. You know? Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not being your best self when you're hungry, and you probably just need a snack. You probably just need a snack, which is our next acronym. <laughs> We're throwing acronyms out you today. Um, we found a really cool little infographic on mindfulness. This is actually from mindful.org. And we're going to post this on our Instagram page, mm-hmm. which if you haven't checked that out, that's right here, underscore right now. Um, so like the next time you're feeling stressed out or overwhelmed or unsure, if you're feeling like hangry, you're going to reach for a moment of calm awareness, a mindfulness snack. So that is a great little acronym for STOP. Notice, accept, curious, and kindness. And um, S N A C K. Have a snack. snack. Unpack that snack, girl. Unpack your Are snack. Are you hungry or do you just need a mindful snack? Just take snack? a moment to stop what you're doing. Stopping. Like reboot as though you were a computer and you had a fritz and we needed to unplug you. Stop the thing. The thing. And then. And then we're going to notice what's happening within you and what's happening with around you. What is causing your feeling of frustration and Or maybe... without even noticing that, like you might just notice the gravel sound beneath your feet or the air on your skin. Like whatever you can access noticing. Maybe that taking that info is too much. It could be too much to revisit what you're needing to stop about. So maybe just notice whatever. Mm-hmm. The breeze, the thing. The bluebird. The bluebird. Yep. And then accept. So 
they say here on this infographic that this is a tricky one. It is. <laughs> Whatever it is, the, the struggle is, whether it's lack of time or crazy schedule, you're frustrated, you're lacking sleep, um, just acknowledge it, accept it, whatever it is, without judgment. Just be like, this is the square I'm in right now. I don't, this is where I am on the game board. And that is tricky. And that's actually why we do the writing exercise we do is to, without judgment, accept whatever it is. When your pen starts writing something weird, you're not going to scribble it out. Well, maybe you could scribble out a few words, but you're just going to keep going with whatever the thing is and you're not going to judge what you're writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to help lead to the C, which is being curious. You need to be totally curious about what's going on. What am I feeding, feeling? What do I need right now? Maybe it's the Snickers. <laughs> Maybe it's a few deep breaths. Maybe it's a pillow to pound on. Maybe it's a journal. Maybe it's a warm hug from somebody you trust. Yeah. What do you a need? Touch. Be curious. Figure out how you can increase your experience and your, and your joyful self. What does that joyful self need? Mm-hmm. Assess your environment. And then we'll have uh, the K, which is the kindness. So responding to yourself and to others uh, with kindness and observing how that can help us to get everything back on track. Shedding some light on ourselves, some light and love on others and feeling that safe space Yep, to enjoy your snack. So if we can approach our thoughts with the THINK acronym and our grumpier moments with the SNACK acronym, then maybe we can find a little bit more space for joyfulness and a little bit more space to accept where we are right now in this Mm -hmm. moment. Because pretty much if you're listening to a podcast right now, no matter what else is going on that's pretty yucky in your life, you have a lot of uh, awesome things to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. Basic stuff, a bed to sleep in, a roof over your head, a device to listen to this podcast on. That's pretty, you're, you're already yeah, way up awesome. for success. <laughs> yeah. Right off the bat, we know you make good choices because you're listening to this podcast. Totally. <laughs> so we can tell that you're on to something good. Yeah. And so sometimes just you need to step back, remind ourselves, think calm and snack on. What is the chive thing? Keep calm and carry on. Yeah. No. Stay calm and carry on. Think on, think on and s- shoot. <laughs> <laughs> think calm and snack on there you go but there's really a lot more within that you know you're thinking and you're snacking these two things that seem to come automatically but yet you're really filtering through truth helpfulness inspiration necessity kindness you're stopping to notice and accept and be curious and of course kindness notice kindness is twice double Mm -hmm. the kindness can't have too much kindness never Never, especially toward ourselves. If we can figure that part out, how to be kind to ourselves, then the rest of it will probably come into play. Mm -hmm. But really, it does start internally before we can work on that external bit. Got to stand on my effect. Got to stand on my own two feet. Yeah. Figure that out. Figure out how to be happy with me. And then I can come over and hang out with Monica. And then we can go out and listen to some music and dance and have fun. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't start internally, where's it going to? Where's it going to start? Yeah. If I'm constantly worried that Katie's going to make fun of my outfit or she's going to mock my dance moves, I'm not going to want to come over and I'm not going to want to dance in front of her. I'm going to be totally self-conscious and nervous and I'm not going to be willing to be myself because I'm not okay with what I'm wearing or how my dance moves look. I mean, sometimes we we have to accept Monica as she is, uh, whether you know her or or not. 
on. I'm going to just tell you that sometimes she is like a seven-year-old that dresses herself on a very regular basis. I'm like, are you, you are, I don't even question it anymore. It's not like, are you going to wear that out? It's like, yes, you are wearing that out. Let's go. You look so fun. I can't wait to take you out in public. This is the best your patterns are rocking. Let's go. As she's saying this, she's looking at my current outfit, which I think she's <laughs> thinking something about. The purples. I know, Katie, the purples don't go together. I know that. so good. <laughs> I don't know why I do. I am looking at your fun. They're super. They're super fun pants. I was going to say it. I got to let pants. it out. They're super fun pants. Oh, my pants oh, are also so super good. fun, but yeah. that's only because she gave them to me. <laughs> Trying to spread that silliness. Yes. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Let out that inner seven-year-old. Just do it. You're not going to regret it. Let them play. There's no time you would look back and say, I wish I had been more uptight back then at that day, on that party, at that concert. Yep. And some people, they're not going to appreciate that. That's probably because they're not being very kind to themselves. Right. And you just- So they don't know how to be kind to you. Brush that off. Shake it off. Yeah. Shake it off. Shake it off. You throw that- glittery baton in the air and you do the thing that makes you twirl and you catch your baton be silly do your thing and enjoy yourself because that's what this is all about yes and take a lesson from mr rogers go check out the remix you are going to love it it's gonna you make you snap whistle <laughs> do you feel like is it gonna going make you want to like do this <laughs> okay okay so another part of being creative is this game we're gonna play We're trying to tap into our creative uh, mindset in all parts, but we're getting there through a little writing exercise. Mm -hmm. And we invite you to join us. Uh, It's a quick 10-minute writing exercise that's going to help you do all the things we just talked about and more. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to allow you to be mindful in your moment and not judge yourself and not judge Well, it's going to be a challenge of that because it's not easy at first. So know that as you sit down, you're going to question the prompt and you're going to think, I can't write a story with this prompt. I don't even know anything about this prompt. Well, Well, neither did we. And that's the fun part. So just let that be part of that's the fun part. So let it be part of the fun. (laughs) That's great. Thanks. Let's write that down. Okay. We're going to have merch available in a couple of years. (laughs) That's going to be part of it. That's a Um, t-shirt coming soon. So today we're going to do our sticks from our writer's toolbox, our great game that we've been messing around with. By Jamie Cat Callen. Thank you so much for this great resource. We've had such a great time unpacking it weekly. So the sticks, we're going to have a first sentence, a non sequitur, and a last straw. We're going to give you those in three-minute intervals. On our end, you have to set a three-minute timer to make this It'll work. It'll seem like it's all happening at once. It's going to happen so fast, you won't even know. We're going to be reading before you know it. But if you're playing along, do your part now to set up your – get your timer, get your pen and your paper, get ready to press pause after each prompt so that you have that uh, full surprise that you weren't expecting. And you'll set your timer for three minutes, right? For three minutes. And by the end, you're going to have one awesome story. And we are going to share ours with you. If you want to share yours with us, please do email us at ktandmoni at gmail.com. Nice. Okay. First prompt. So here we go. He swore on his mother's grave, but then he swore on just about everything. It's deep. Here we go. Good luck. 
All right. Next prompt is the non sequitur. Tom lost 25 bucks at the races. Okay. Pausing. Okay. So now we have our last straw. Are you ready, Katie? I am so ready to see where this weird story goes. I feel like we've done it. The last time they saw a movie is the last straw. All right. That was a little bit of a tough one for me. It was interesting for me. <laughs> that last clue kind of threw me. Well, it was hard to work it in. And, you know, it's part of this practice is that I feel like I still struggle with judging what I end up writing. I'm getting better at it, but you still struggle with the writing of the thing. But it doesn't matter. So that's what <laughs> big lesson is. This doesn't matter at all. And that's why this is a great exercise because it's only a 10 minute thing and, you know, we're sharing these stories with you, but sometimes we're not that proud of them, yeah. but we're still approaching them in the most non-judgmental way we can. But while we say that, sometimes we're still totally judging. <laughs> yeah. I bet Monica's story is going to be great though. So we'll, I'm, we'll find out. I'm excited to hear it's it. It's going to be great in its own way. Yeah. He swore on his mother's grave, but then he swore on just about everything. I didn't know what to believe. Thoughts were racing through my mind as I tried to remember how things actually went down when I got home last night. There's no way I would have done that myself. I knew the cupcakes were for the school party and no amount of margaritas could have helped me think otherwise, right? Tom had lost 25 bucks at the races. I knew that for a fact. 25 bucks wasn't enough to send him down that old rabbit hole of mindless snacking. He had a tendency of losing too much money and lying about it. But lucky for me, I could always tell he had that terrible habit of binge eating right after. But Jan over at the racetrack confirmed that Tom was under control last night. So had it actually been me? I did wake up with a terrible stomach ache, but I'd assumed it was just the tequila. <laughs> now I'm remembering when I got home, I started back where I'd left off in my favorite binge, the Great British Baking Show. I had a vague memory of the last challenge to make the queen's cupcake. It is all coming back to me now, like I'm replaying the movie I'd last seen. So clearly now I realize why the bed crumbs and the icky stomach. I'll have to confess to Lucy that her drunk mother ate her party cupcakes because she needed a snack after her show. Wow. <laughs> it's the end of the story. <laughs> How do you wrap that up? It's just, I don't know. Oh, so, wow. The timer went off and that's as far as I got. Wow. Wow. Golly. Mom. <laughs> Way to go. That's great. I liked your story. I thought Thanks. that was intriguing. That we was do what good. we can with what we are given and that's all we can do. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And, and our biggest critic is ourselves. Mm -hmm. So... I thought your story was good. When you hear it later, you're going to be like, that was a good story. What was I thinking? <laughs> I think it's just because it ends so, wow. Yeah, wow. Wow, mom. Thanks. Way to go. <laughs> My okay. mom would never do that, and I know that. Yeah, me neither. She'd only eat one of the cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe two. She'd make herself extra. She would just plan ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, my story's a little different. As Can usual. You believe it? Okay. He swore on his mother's grave, but then he swore on just about everything. 
I was perfectly fed up with his attitude. Just one more year, I told myself, exactly one more year of dealing with the boss from hell, and I would be able to have the perfect resume for my dream job. Being a gopher for the magazine editor of The Inquirer wasn't ideal, especially since Steve was just about the worst guy I feel like I've ever met. I knew I had to keep my cool, though. Getting fired would not get me anywhere in this business. Steve told me I needed to get the next story and get it now or else. Well, according to one of my insider friends, Tom Cruise had just gone to the underground pigeon races and lost 25 bucks. (laughs) At least that's what Alicia had told me. I knew I should trust her. It wasn't the strongest, most exciting story I'd heard, but at least it was a start. Pigeon racing was quite illegal in New York, I knew. Anything the stars doing that broke the law usually got a few eyebrow raises. I quickly wrote up the article, made it a little more exciting with some slight exaggeration, put a photo of Cruz I'd found on our database, and went boldly to Steve's office. He was on the phone, red-faced and fuming. Oh, that's the last time they saw a movie together? I knew immediately he was talking about Jennifer Aniston and her new latest fling. The story we had published last week in last week's magazine came from a bad source, and Steve was weaseling his way out of another lawsuit. I had crept into his office and laid my article on his desk. He looked up at me and read the headline, Cruz loses money at a legal race. He tapped the pen twice, a good sign, and shooed me out of the office. I left, exhaled hard, and leaned my back against the wall in the hallway. Only 364 days to go, I thought, as I trotted back to my cubicle. That was great. <laughs> I love the pigeon racing on the ground. <laughs> Such a good visual. That was a perfect setup in uh in the movie and like all the things tied together. That was great Thanks. for your world you built. I appreciate it. Love it. <laughs> so fun. Wow, guys. You never know what's going to come out of these stories. That's why they're fun. Mm-hmm. And that's Super why fun. you might be noticing the ripple effect in all the other parts of your living hood. Yeah. Because um, these, living hood. these uh, <laughs> creative story writing efforts might just be seeping in to your subconscious all the other efforts. Yes. Also, we did want to send a special shout out to some of our international listeners. Hey, Abbotsford, Canada. What's going on? What's up, Oslo, Norway? What's up, Maple, Canada? And hey, Kingston, Jamaica. Thanks for listening to us, guys. It's been a lot of fun spreading our joyfulness with you all. If you're enjoying us, please do give us a shout. Uh, Rate us, like us, tell your friends about us. Yeah, share the love. Right here? Right now. Bye. Bye.